You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is Rapid Reactions brought to you by Byers Auto. I am Austin Ward. Jeremy Birmingham. Tim May, Spencer Holbrook, we're back. And after about a month uh, without access, media access, press conferences with the Buckeyes, got that again today. Ryan Day introducing four new assistants, and it was easy to be impressed with Tim Walton, Perry Aliano, Justin Fry, and Jim Knowles, uh, the headliner maybe of that bunch, certainly the highest paid and with the greatest expectations. But yeah. I'll just, you guys can dive into your takeaways, but I thought that all four of those guys were pretty impressive, and I had already said going into it, like, these first media availabilities, you can't, it's not gonna define their tenure, but a lot of times you get a, a hint, a, a Ryan Day, a Jeff Halfley of what could come with those guys. And I thought they all sort of aced that test. Well, I think it's, you start with the fact we haven't heard from anyone here in a month, but clearly they've been working. They've been on the road, <laughs> uh, Ryan Day, obviously restructuring his staff. And, you know, he was asked about it in his press conferences, you know, you've had to do this before on defense. And it does seem like he's doing it a little bit different. And I, I think the idea that you have all four of those guys today and, we talked about it on Letterman Live already uh, on Monday. Just the four very different guys, but they're all seemingly pretty well aligned. I thought, uh, you know, Justin Fry, we've, we've heard about him over the years and his ties with Ryan Day and with Chip Kelly and that sort of lineage. And he was just a very impressive guy to talk to, really seems to get it. And I, I think that sometimes, you know, just being a Midwest guy at Ohio State, it kind of has a different vibe. And, and I, I kind of got that with Justin Fry. He seemed to really feel like, comfortable you know and that that's that's a big step first step for me yeah and i justin fry was the most impressive of the bunch when it when it comes to my mind because i asked him you know are there too many going to be too many cooks in this offensive kitchen you know there's a, a run game coordinator a pass game coordinator an offensive coordinator a head coach and an offensive line coach they're, they're, an associate head coach i, I mean a quarterback's coach. A quarterback coach there's a if you have a title to give there's one in the ohio state offensive coaching staff room but he said no because we're just a bunch of guys coaching ball and and you get that sense of confidence of we all know what we're doing we're going to do it together and we're going to do it really well and you know the defensive staff is going to grab all the headlines because of the changes that need to happen there there wasn't really a need to make a change on the offensive side but when you're you have one even one little phase that's lagging a little bit You've got to get into that championship pedigree. And I think Justin Fry, you know, it's one interview. It's, it's one time talking to him, but he seems up for the task of getting them to the level where the run game is going to be on par with the passing game just by the way that he does. He carries his business and he, you know, he, he goes about the way he does things. Yeah, you know, it's interesting to me is that, you know, we talked about that about uh, on my podcast about Ryan Day tweaking not just the defensive staff, but the offensive staff. Just that one little thing that's going to maybe make them even better. Look, when I asked Justin Fry, if you look at this from 30,000 feet, they led the nation in total offensive scoring. What, it, what needs to be fixed, you know? And he didn't get specific on anything. But basically, that's what Ryan Day is all about. But, you know, Jim knows without a doubt. I mean, he lived up to the, to the billing as far as like being this thinker, this sharp guy. Uh, uh, I don't know how to put it. He doesn't really, he doesn't really beat around the bush you know, about things. And he doesn't really just take an, uh, a conversation and just extend it, but he's very matter of fact and almost everything he says, which I found very interesting. And, you know, Tim Walton, I asked him, the new uh, defensive back, one of the defensive backs coaches, what stood out about 
your uh, first impression with him and he goes just his intelligence you can tell from your first conversation with him this guy has has an intelligence level that may be a little bit of a notch above so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes but to me for as far as first impressions go i thought jim knowles knocked it out of the park and all four of them uh, were pretty steadfast that they weren't going to get into the depth chart the yeah. roster numbers positions if justin fry you know tackles and guards uh, that, that conversation is going to wait till march and this was a day of talking about clean slates and waiting and that you know today was the first time in here that this entire staff got into the woody got to go really look at the roster and they've had two weeks where they've been on the road and they just have not had full staff meetings where like this is the group that's going to lead the 2022 buckeyes so this that part the journey it really starts now for that coaching staff even though recruiting is a huge part of the job and they had two weeks of that they weren't doing a lot of that for wednesday's signing day or starting yeah. to work ahead for 2023 hmm. so you can tell that you know maybe a little bit of a chance to exhale uh regroup uh, for ryan day obviously he was making a ton of calls and working hard to put together this group but you know they haven't done a ton of work to just like say all right well spring ball is seven weeks away now that's, yeah. that's going to wait for another day and i think it's actually probably this weekend may validate some of these guys' decision to come coach with ryan day because every other major program in the country this weekend had major junior days on campus and bringing in 40 50 players and ryan day and his staff had the weekend off <laughs> and they're like hey you know what let's not go crazy it's there's no value in bringing in a bunch of kids to columbus at this time of year let's <laughs> let's enjoy this time with our families we'll let these new coaches get into town get settled find out where they're going to live you know and, and that's the kind of stuff where i think if you do talk to these other coaches these new coaches about their first impressions of ryan day because that's equally as important as ryan day's first impression of them i mean you have to like who you work with and work for and respect them and, and ryan day always gets really high grades from his peers about just his ability as a person to really relate to them and i thought listening to Justin Fry talk about his four kids and how they're still back in California and he doesn't even, you know, he's not even getting to, to live with them right now. I think it's just one of these moments where you go, wow, these coaches really do live a very different life. A month ago, all four of these guys lived totally different places and had to, and they, they wake up one day and all of a sudden they're recruiting for a totally different school. And I just think it's a fascinating dynamic to see how people have to change that quick as far as what they're doing. One of the most impressive things about the day was uh, you know, Perry Eliano spending 30 minutes on the on the, the indoor practice facility, uh, just talking to reporters and, and building those relationships already. And getting, after getting, being on video, after right. being on video for 30 minutes, he stayed. After I told him that he was going to get ambushed by yeah. everybody else, he needed yeah. to escape. Yeah, he, he didn't use the escape patch though. You know, he could have just said, "Guys, I got to go to a meeting or anything." Um, but instead, he <laughs> it's decided. Early. Hey, it's yeah. early. Yeah, he'll learn. <laughs> he, he decided to chat with everybody, and you know that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people. But you know, I asked him. I said why and he said because you know it's about building relationships not just with players but you know i want to get to know you guys too and and i've heard that from people who covered him in cincinnati that, that he was about that and, and he backed it up today and uh not every coach is willing to do that and and you know he's he's got to be personable with everybody he doesn't really have to be personable with us he just has to answer our questions but he chose to and that shows you what kind of guy he is how he's going to try to cultivate these relationships with recruits and you know bring them on campus and get to know them and and, and convince them to come to ohio state he's a really personable guy and and uh you know just from a from a human side of things that's what you like to see in a coaching staff that's going to have to convince 17 and 18 year old kids to join this program yeah you know it's funny i walked up to him and i said uh, i'm introduced myself i said by the way you and i are probably the only two guys in this room right here this big woody hayes athletic center who hung out in lufkin for a while because he went to school in nacogdoches texas 
right up the road from Lufkin, went to Stephen F. Austin State University. You know, it says on his bio, he's from Colleen, Texas, but he was born in Brooklyn, New York. Obviously, when I saw Colleen on the bio, I went, you know, this is definitely a military kid, you know, and his dad, you know, his dad, parents were in the military. And uh, he said he played college football with Jackson Smith and Jigba's dad. Probably did at so, Stephen F. Austin. He did say yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just an, an interesting staff. And of course, Tim Walton, I covered him as a player here from what, 89 to 93. And uh, and I asked him, you know, had, had you tried to get back here before? Because of course, he's been in the NFL for what, the last decade years. or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and he said, yeah, you know, kind of like hinted that maybe he did try to get back here at one point or another, but things didn't really, weren't really right at that point. But, you know, when Ryan Day called him, sometimes things are just, they come together. You know, he's on a staff down there at Jacksonville. Let's face it, this was not been the best last couple of years at Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he was looking for like a little bit of a fresh start and he's getting a fresh start. And as he said, he used to practice in that facility there he's standing in, you know, the Woody's Athletic Center. And it's a so, little different than it was in 1993. Yeah, oh, well, no, the, the indoor field is, except it's yeah. not AstroTurf now, it's whatever the turf they got in there. But uh, but it's still pretty much the same, but but you're right. The rest of this, I asked him, you know, basically they didn't have a water wall back then and yeah. he laughed, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, to me, it's an interesting collection of guys because they've all been around, you know, and, uh, and uh, Jim Knowles has been a head coach before, so he understands what's expected from from his position as a defensive coordinator and an assistant coach and understands it well but man uh i'm telling you that guy impresses me because you just know he's thinking but he his his thinking is to put it simply is to make it simple for the guys on defense to be very multiple Mm -hmm. to be very creative on defense uh in a simple kind of way and i'm very interested to watch to see where this goes well and that's the important part tim is that we can't make any definitive evaluations about how much success they will or won't have with this team. But, um, you know, I, I think the way they handled today and the question that I had, like, what were we going to learn and what were we going to take out of it? Like, do you understand the pressure? You yeah. know, Jim Knowles hasn't dealt with that at Duke, didn't deal with that at Oklahoma State. Obviously, he is a high achiever. And Perry Aliano and Tim Walton were saying the same things that, yes, the pressure is a privilege and they can throw out cliches, but to walk into the room to be tasked with the national championship is what you are supposed to provide and that's the goal here that's the standard and the defense is what is viewed as what kept ohio state from reaching that yeah that's a tremendous amount of burden now they're going to be well compensated and they were brought in for a reason to do that we'll see how it plays out but none of the three blinked about that and didn't didn't hide from the fact that they know that's why that they're here. Yeah, do you remember when I asked him, I said, do you see this as more of an opportunity or, or, or pressure, you know, because like he pointed out, you know, and you, you followed up on it too, at, at Oklahoma State, he had three or four years to get it right. Yeah. Because they had never been very good on defense. And he said, I know I won't have four years. Yes, to right. exactly. <laughs> and he doesn't, He not, I mean, and to me, he gets it, you know, and, uh, but like you and I talked about on my podcast, there's a little bit, you, you got a feeling there's more raw material here for yeah. him to work with. And guys who have gotten yeah. experience the hard way over the last, uh, especially this last season, it, I'm, I'm just telling you, it's going to be interesting to watch that. Well, Ryan Day said it earlier in, in his press conference. Like, he understands. He has to win every game. Yeah. Like, there is not. Wasn't that amazing? I mean, but he means it. I know. And, and that's become the expectation, and that is the truth at Ohio State. Every single time Ohio State loses, the world ends for people. And so, like the the goal, gosh, ten years ago it was beat Michigan, get to the Rose Bowl, and now it's win every single game, Urgency. never lose ever again. <laughs> yeah, and you know I'm looking at the national championship trophy from 2014 right now, and 
Ryan Day lost that trophy game a year ago and didn't have to make a single change. He lost one time in Ann Arbor and had to completely overhaul his entire defensive staff. You know, the guys we talked to today are here because Ohio State lost in Michigan to, to boil it down to something really simple. I mean, it's, it's a lot more than that, but that's the pressure that these guys now step into. And, yeah. and I think that personifies it more than, you know, we can even put it into terms. That game determines so much. And so, yeah. you know, to get back to winning that trophy, you had to elevate this defense. And, you know, Jim Knowles, like you said, doesn't doesn't didn't quite do it at Oklahoma State when it comes to you know working under this kind of pressure. It just gets turned up as every day passes when before you get to that Notre Dame game, September third. The, the pressure continues to mount, and yeah. these guys, you know, they're going to continue to feel it. And I think the first press conference is all about grateful for the opportunity. The pressure comes the first week of March when the pads come on, you start hitting each other in practice. And all four of those guys, and you makes a good point. All four of those guys are coming from places where. Boy, you get to eight or nine wins, you know. I mean, yeah, Mich uh, Cincinnati, you know, grabbed the brass ring this year. Mm -hmm. uh, but you get to eight or nine or ten wins, you've had a damn good year. You know, Tim Walton at Jacksonville, are you kidding me? <laughs> Six wins. Yeah. I mean, the pressure here is every week, you know, every every day is trying to win every game. And it's in, I'm just wondering when it's going to really hit them. Because even when Tim Walton was here as a, as a player, it wasn't like that then. Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And uh, that it's really – like I said, just going to be interesting. Oh, a lot of firsts for them. First time talking with the media. First uh, full staff staff meeting with Ryan Day. They saw some of the guys, uh, you know, working out with Mickey Marotti as the winter program gets ramped up, and we're ramping up our coverage for the 2022 Ohio State Buckeyes as well. First uh, rapid reaction from Byers Auto as we shift gears into this next season. That's Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. Thanks for joining us. You can get all of our coverage all year round at LettermanRow.com.